said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. I'm going to deal with the spirit of pride on today because pride is a real spirit. And pride will cause you to lose everything. Y'all hear what I said? Pride will cause you to lose everything. Read. Pride goeth before destruction. Solomon said that pride goeth before destruction. So pride has a spirit of destruction behind it. It's a destroyer. Say pride, pride. is a destroyer. Destroy. Pride destroys relationships. Yeah. It destroys marriages. Yeah. Pride destroys ministries. Yeah. Pride destroys businesses. Pride will destroy a government. Yeah. So pride is a dangerous spirit to operate in. Read. And a haughty spirit before a fall. Just before you get ready to come down, you get halted. You, you get lifted up in yourself and you can't nobody tell you nothing and can't nobody do it like you. Y'all talk back to me. That's a bad spirit to have. And, and pride uh, stinks in the nostrils of God. God hate, he said, I don't even, even want you to look proud. He said, I hate a proud a proud look. Even looking proud. And, and, and when you look in Job chapter 41, it talks about uh, a spirit that's called Abiathan. Abiathan is a spirit, it's a snake that has tight scales. And what it does is it wraps itself around your neck. And, and when people are proud of arrogant, they walk with their neck up. It's because Satan got a hold of you. And Abiathan will, will squeeze, this, it, it don't necessarily bite you. It squeezes you, it squeezes the life out of you. And, and when you are proud, then the spirit of Christ cannot flow in your life. It, 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 this spirit is designed to squeeze all of us to squeeze all of the Christ out of you. Read. Better it is to be of a humble spirit. Better it is to be of what type of spirit? Humble mean I'm free of pride. Now, we all have pride. That's just our human nature. But some people are, have more pride than pride, pride than others. See, pride can get the best of you. If you don't get rid of it quick, if you don't get it out of your life, it will take your life over. Say the spirit of pride, spirit of pride will, destroy your life. will destroy your life. He said that pride goeth before what? Destruction. And a haughty spirit comes before a fall. Pride will bring you down to the ground. When you want to admit you wrong, when you want to apologize, when you want to acknowledge that you are at fault, then that is a spirit of pride. I understand that this is not a, a popular message, but the body of Christ has become arrogant. Have you noticed that, watch this, Satan was, was a musician. He, he was a singer. And notice that most homosexuals are in the choir. 
And you notice that most homosexuals and lesbians are arrogant. They are proud. That's why they can't get delivered because they think they're okay. They want to acknowledge that their behavior is wrong when it comes to God. And notice, I don't know about you, but I've been around artists. Me and my wife, we've been to only one love cruise like two or three times. And this is where you get 40 or 50 different artists, popular people. They, see, they popular, but they perverted. And I've been around them, and I've watched them, and they gay, they sweet, they hard, but they are musically talented. And see, Satan was talented, and notice he got proud. He, lived, he said, I want to be like God. I want to be above. He kept saying, I, I, I. And if you look at, and it's not all artists, but if you look at most artists, it's all about them. They ain't listening up the name of Jesus. They just trying to build a name for themselves. They ain't about Christ. That's why, how you can make a song and leave Jesus out of it. That's why I'm very, really now, I'm very careful who I allow to come in this church. I'm very careful. I'm very careful. Move it. I, some people may have slipped in, but I'm talking about now. Moving forward, I'm going to be very careful who I allow to come in this pulpit. I'm going to, because, because, see, people can breathe some over your congregation. So I'm, I'm very careful to my start now, moving forward. And, and then if, if, if anybody ever get past me, and in the midst of them doing what they're doing, they ain't ever, I'm going to stop them right there. And that's my responsibility. And see, the reason why people do what they do is because we support them. So pride comes before destruction, and a haughty spirit comes before a what? Oh. Come on, Proverbs 29 and 23. We're dealing with this morning the spirit of pride. I want you to get an understanding that this spirit has to be dealt with. Because it's a real spirit. It's a spirit. It's a demon. And it comes from strictly from hell. Proverbs 29, 23. Read. A man's pride shall bring him low. What will bring you down? you to come down. A man's pride shall bring him low. Uh-huh. But honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. If you ever want to experience honor, you, you ever want to be elevated, you won't ever want to be go to another level in God, you have to humble yourself. And, and a lot of people cannot go to the next level. Listen, even pride will keep you from growing spiritually. That's why you got so many people been in church a long time. And, and they still immature, they, they, they still uh, uh, argumentative, they still worldly, they still fleshly because they're not growing spiritually. It's one thing to be saved, but it's something different to grow. And see, you cannot grow without adjustments, without humbling yourself, without coming down. You can't grow. And most people that's not growing already think they grow. See, when you're not teachable, when you cannot sit at somebody else's feet, when you cannot support somebody else, when you cannot celebrate somebody else, you just because you got a spirit of pride. 
some people only show up when they get the mic. When, see, see when, it, when it's you, then you, you show up. But when it's somebody else, you don't support them. That's pride. That's the spirit of pride. When you don't support other people. If, if you can't sing, then you don't show up. You only come when it's your turn. You know what that is? That's the spirit of pride. You're not no team player. You're a wonder. You're a long range. You're a superstar. Read. Is that it? Okay, let's go to our next scripture. Exodus chapter 5, verse 2. We talked about the spirit of pride. It's an ugly spirit. It's, it's very ugly for you to be proud. And pride is a subtle spirit, very subtle. It's deceitful. Come on, Exodus chapter 5, verse 2, read. And Pharaoh said, Who is the... Go, go to verse 1, I'm sorry. I just saw something. I'm sorry, read. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in. They went in. And told Pharaoh... Responsibility is as believers is to tell people the truth. Amen. I, I was really disturbed the other day, and I'm not gonna call this person name, but I was reading on Facebook and they was interviewing him and they was asking him about homosexuality. And, and no one he really gave his opinion. We don't want to hear your opinion. Some things you can find in the scripture, and you need to tell me what the words say. Homosexuals need to find churches where they're going to accept their behavior. It's dangerous to, 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 to get caught up in people. Because you're, you're a superstar preacher. It's dangerous because this is the danger. They have influence. And people take what they say as law. But this person said that, and I said, he's wrong. If you ask me that this is what I need to say, that's an abomination before God. Yeah. Now, we need to love them. Uh -huh. We need to treat them nice. But we don't accept that behavior. But this is what he said. They need to find a church where they can be accepted. And, and, and watch this. See, it's a pattern. Your behavior is a pattern. And, and, and I've heard him interview with somebody else and he compromised again. interview me yesterday. So I came up here and, and the Lord said, you need to tell them the truth. So they asked me something and I told them, I said, the answer to our problem, we need Christ in our life. I said, I'm, I got delivered from drugs and gangbangers and all I was doing, Jesus delivered me. And I said, our job as the church is to knock on doors and tell people about Christ. I'm not going to be politically correct. No, the answer to drugs and murder and racism and prejudices is Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I draw on him. I don't need to be politically correct. If you want to interview me, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not going to say what you want me to say. And I'm going to tell you something about people. When you tell people the truth about themselves, when they are proud, they get upset at you. 
in and told Pharaoh, thus said the Lord, God of Israel. He told them the truth. They told him the truth. Why do you keep lying to people? Because they're going to get offended. Because they're going to get upset. Because they don't want to have nothing to do with you. Okay, fine. But it's my responsibility as a Christian, as a believer, to tell people the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. And they're going to get upset at you when they are proud. Stop oppressing the people of God. He said, God said, these ain't your people, these my people. Mm. And I want you to let them go read. That they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Verse 2. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord? Look at his arrogance. Who is the Lord? And some, some people in the church the same way. You can give them what the word says, and they still got something to say. You know why? Because they don't have a relationship with God. And we think because they sing, because they preach, because they got a title, because they serve in the church. They don't mean you know God. You just a church girl. You just working in the church. What denotes whether or not you know God is how you respond to the truth. It don't matter that it hurts. Yeah, it hurts your pride when somebody tells you the truth. Especially when what they tell you is right. See, if you telling me something and, and I'm really examining myself and I know what you're saying ain't true, then that's a little different. See, if, if you're telling me something that ain't true, then I don't have to agree with that. I'm not talking about that. You know you're proud. You know you're arrogant. You know you're a homosexual. You know you're a lesbian. You know you're a drunk. You know you're racist. You know you're prejudiced. And somebody tell you and you say, I'm not. Uh, sit over here. Uh -huh. 
Is that it? 2 Kings 5 and 11. We talk about the spirit of pride. We got to get rid of that spirit. You didn't go shout. This ain't no shout less. But hopefully you'll get some deliverance now. It's hard to have a relationship with somebody that's pride. It is. It's, it's hard. You, you, they almost make you knock them in the head. That's why when somebody pride and they want to say, the only thing you really can do is back off of them. Because you know what they're trying to do? Pull you in the flesh. And when you don't have self-control, they'll pull you in your flesh. And you'll be in the penitentiary yes. with life <laughs> and wonder how you got it. Second Kings chapter 5. But Naaman was wroth. Naaman was angry. Read. And went away and said, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. You know what this coming out of here, pride? He's sick. Now, I'm trying to understand how you're sick and proud. We got folks that's sick that's proud. Now, watch this. He had leprosy, incurable skin disease. He found out that there was a prophet in time by the name of Elijah. He came to Elijah's door, and he, he, he saw Elijah, and Elijah didn't even come to the door. Elijah said, go and dip seven times. Now, this is the pride right here. Why did you come to me if you already had your own way on how you were going to do it? What you asking me for? So he told him something simple, and he said, I thought that he was going to do it like this, this, and this. Read. Are not Abana and Parfar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? Now watch this. Elijah told him to dip in the Jordan River. The Jordan River was a muddy river. It was a nasty river. It was a slimy river. Well, why did the prophet tell him to dip in this river opposed to these two other rivers? Those two other rivers was clean. But God knew he was proud. And when you are proud, God takes you a certain way to get rid of your pride. He takes you a certain route. Well, why is it taking me so long? Because you still got a little pride. God got to take you through a little more to get that pride out of you. Uh -huh. Read. So he turned and went away in a rage. He was upset. Why? Because his pride was hurt. Read. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father... If the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? In other words, you got people want to do some big thing for God and can't do nothing small for God. I, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. You can't come to church like you should. Now, let me deal with this demon too. If you are on an auxiliary, you are not the leader. And if the leader of the auxiliary tell you to do something, 
Just do it or get off the auxiliary. You got folk join the auxiliary and trying to tell them how to do it. You can make get checked. Because that is the, the spirit of Satan. Whoever's over you, you need to come subject to them and do what they ask you to do. Well, I don't like them and I can do a better job. Who asked you? That is the wrong spirit to have. And I want to mention to all the auxiliary leaders, if you got that spirit on your row or in your, your, on your network, then we need to deal with that. You don't compromise and play games with people who are proud and arrogant. Because what they're trying to do is sabotage the ministry. And we're not going to be talking, we're not going to talk about that. So if a person always got something to say, when you say something to them, that's a spirit there. And if they keep bumping against you, let me know. Because that's a takeover spirit. And the reason why churches are messed up and dying out, because leaders won't deal with stuff. I'm not a leader because I got a title. I'm not a leader because I can preach and prophesy. A leader has to lead. You know what a leader does? He guides, corrects, and directs folks. Me preaching to you don't mean I'm a leader. I'm a leader when I get in your face and say, don't do that. I'm leading you when I say go left. You try to go right. I say go left. You try, I tell you what, sit down. That's a leader. You're not a leader because you have a title. You're not a leader because you're a parent. I'm a parent because your kids run in your house. You're not a leader because you have a title supervisor. Or you supervising folk. See, a lot of people want this title and want to be over folk and can't leave folk. Because you tall and dark. Saul, Saul was tall, dark, and handsome, but he wasn't a good leader. <laughs> Read. How much rather then, when he said to thee, wash and be clean, then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan. Notice, he didn't dip one time. He didn't dip two times or three or four. He said, I need you to constantly humble yourself. If you're going to get anything from God, you're going to have to constantly humble yourself before God. God said, I resist the proud. But I give grace to who? When you are proud, God resists you. He resists you. He don't want them to have to do with you when you're proud. But when you humble yourself, then you experience God's favor in your life. But you gotta humble yourself. You gotta come down. And a lot of people wonder why God ain't moving because you got too much pride. And if He moved in your pride, you'll think you did it. So God gonna squeeze all of the juice out of your lemon. In other words, when you proud, things keep getting tight and tight. According to the saying of the man of God, he 
finally did what the man told. Let me ask you that question. Please don't get offended. Why are you here? You don't need to ask you. Why are you here? Have you ever asked yourself that? Why do I go to Cullen Fly? You don't do nothing to ask you. She got that quiet. I say go left. You say well, I right. You say it under your breath. Why don't you say it to my face? You know why? Y'all ready? Because you're a coward. Oh, oh you'll say it to other people? Come and say it to me. You're scared. Read. And, and, and if I got something to say to somebody, you say it to me. You may not like it. I'm not going to tell seven other people. You know what that is? This cool. I had to tell somebody the other day, if you ain't going to do it, about it, be quiet. We complain and murmur about people and how they do us. If you ain't going to leave them, why are you still with them? Listen, somebody intentionally mistreating you. And I'm talking about, because some people are vindictive. They know they mistreat you on purpose. Now, how can you be a Christian and operate in that type of spirit? Some people are hateful and they honor you and they try to destroy you. And you steady talking about, no, uh, God didn't call you to be a doormat. Read. And his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. Watch this. When he humbled himself, he got delivered. He got healed. He got set free. Some stuff ain't going to happen to me humble myself. It ain't got to do with nobody else around you. It's all on you. You determine whether or not you come out of what you do. So we gotta humble ourselves. 2 Chronicles 26 and 16. We're talking about the spirit of pride. That's a bad spirit to have. And we got to humble ourselves. If you don't humble yourself dealing with certain people, you will get in a fist fight with them. You know why? Somebody said, why? why? Satan feeds on pride. Yeah. He feeds on it. When you pride, he keeps throwing wood on that fire. And that fire keeps burning. Satan cried pride. This ain't no shouting message. I'm telling you that now. All right. All right. You want a shout, come back next week. Satan <laughs> cried 26 and 16, read. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. When he was strong, he got lifted up in his heart. And, and it's nothing wrong with being confident, but your confidence needs to be in God Amen. and not yourself. Amen. Read. To his destruction. Watch this. To his what? Pride will destroy you. Watch this. Pride will destroy relationships. Watch this. Pride will destroy your relationship with God. Read. For he transgressed against the Lord his God. He willfully sinned. 
He willfully did what God told him. Dr. Anthony L. Trice is determined to take the gospel around the world to a people that are hurting mentally, physically, and financially. Your prosperity is in your seat. God has shown him how to be prosperous, successful, and with integrity. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, money answered all things. We would like you to partner with us. Help us spread the word of God. Sign up as a monthly partner today and take advantage of this special offer. For a love token of $30 plus shipping and handling, you will receive this prosperity package, which includes your prosperity is in your seed, a powerful teaching CD, and prosperity oil. All partners will receive a monthly CD, newsletter, and much, much more. For more information, call 314-659-8522 or visit us online at www www.anthonytrice.org. You can write to us at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. And we thank you for your support. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning in to our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.